I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Penny's Going In Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy! On this episode of Penny's Going In Raw, we hit the 2021 pep talk, and getting off to the year is a good start as a trader, bringing back that bad motherfucker mentality in the PS5 winner giveaway. Find out life's this game of pennies. Oh, you guys know we only have a 40% runner. Hello? 40% is a fucking killing. We've been compliant for too long. It's time we go to war. I don't have a Roth. You know so much about the market that his brain doesn't have enough room for grammar. Hey, who told me about Idex? It's going up a shit ton now. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4% fucking percent. You asked the exact same question with two words <laughs> different. It's like, fuck, man, I just got dick whipped for like... 20%, and now that f***er's up like 50. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. I'm just making this voice memo to call out unusual whales to a fight. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Pennies, pennies, pennies. Going in raw. Featuring Dan, Deity of Dips, and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny and Christian. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Pennies Going In Raw. Today, it's a special day. It's the very first podcast of 2022. You know, 2020, and just so everyone knows, I do it every time, January 2nd. But 2020 got so many people into trading. The market was so amazing the whole time. It's just, they followed these trends. And it was given that 2008 esports vibe where it's like you clearly know there's something bigger 2021 you got it started out with everyone being on the same page hey we're taking amc and gamestop to the motherfucking moon and it what what a ride just from like you, you got to think the amount of retail traders is must have doubled if not tripled and if we're just talking about people who do this as their only source of income, it may be like five to 10 times more now yeah. than what it was two years ago. And then it was just like all of them coming together with AMC and GameStop. Then it gets a little slow, gets hot. It's like finally people are kind of getting into a rhythm of, hey, I'm getting the waves of the market. And now we're seeing 2022. We're going to see who's 
going to be the people who maintain longevity, uh, the people who were just frauds in the market. You may see some gray areas filled. Uh, it's just a bunch of things that, that this third year that I think this 2022 is really going to bring up. I know I'm acting like the market was invented two years ago, but I mean, uh, after the coronavirus and everything, I mean, this is a very new era and what a wild time to be in. Yeah. To your point about the market being created two years ago, I mean, in a way, kind of, I saw a, st I saw a stat recently that said that in the prior existence of the market, and we might, have, we might have talked about this last week, but in the prior existence of the market, we have put that amount of money into the market in 20 months as the entire previous existence. So it only took us 20 months to double the entire prior existence. And I think most of what you're talking about with all these new retail traders going full time and just retail traders in general is that there's so much more volume. There's so much more liquidity. There's so many more opportunities than ever before. So sorry, sorry to interrupt you right there, but this is just, just to show you guys how crazy like these past two years have been by the market was just invented. Okay. So I, I don't know exactly what increment Google trends uses, but January 26th to February 1st, and it's all in these like five day ranges. The term stocks to buy 9, 11, 10, 8, 7. Okay. Literally two weeks later, March 15th to the 21st, 87. So it's already <laughs> up eight times immediately. You know, you go, it's, it's automatically double all the time, at least if not up to eight times. And then, you know, you get to the start of 2021, February, you know, the AMC GME week, the first week of February, it's at 100. It, it is the thing to search. Um, this may just be percentages of like most, but yeah, I mean, like it, it is. Yeah. That's when it happened. I mean, and it's not exactly the market's brand new, but it's changing. <laughs> no, exactly. This was the first, I, I truly, when I first started trading, never in my wildest dreams thought that random people I don't, I don't want to say random people on the street, but like my neighbors would be bringing it up in, in random conversation. Like they have no idea that I'm a trader, my neighbors, and they're bringing it up like, hey, like, did you buy any AMC? Like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, Kathy, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, oh, like my son's buying it. You know, it's like the hot thing. Apparently it's going to go crazy. And then, uh, and then the other thing that I want to talk about was that I looked at spot. So last night I looked at spy on the yearly chart. It's nuts. The candle on the daily chart. Actually, really, the last like two or three uh, candles on the yearly chart are absolutely bonkers. I mean, it is just a straight up candle because, you know, obviously you finished near highs and it is a massive candle. I think spy finished up like 27%. That's insane. And I'm not. I, I don't want to guess because I'm one. I'm not an econ. Uh, <laughs> one. I'm not an economist. Whoa, that's not right. Uh, economist. economist. Yeah, economist. Economist. Uh, one. I'm not an economist. And two, I think that so many different things can happen. But obviously, it's not sustainable to do 27% a year. But as we just talked about, we've pumped so much money in the market, and there's so much liquidity in the market. That what's going to change that? Even if even if the Fed completely stops buying, I mean, like truly, what is what what is going to stop that? 
but twenty-seven percent is not sustainable. I mean, we would be. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that would be nuts. I mean, every single American that had a four hundred one k would be a would be a, a eight no. figure net worth. No, I mean the whole millionaire thing. Like you know, it's like the the percentage of millionaires once they're you know, 60, it's got to be a decent amount just because of savings and you need a, a good bit to retire. And it's already like, if you're white male raised in a middle-class home, you already have a one in five chance. If that thing's doing 27% a year, oh my yeah. God. It's nuts. I mean, we, we go, everything that we do is on a historical data of uh, between six to 8%. And so to do three and a half times that, is nuts. And I mean, again, it's not like the market, it's not like the market had like a down, was down 15% last year and we rallied and then we closed up 12%. Do, you know what I mean? Like that would average it out. It's truly like last year we did, we did a stupid amount. Yeah. We were up a hundred percent from the March <laughs> and it was like, wow, it's insane. No, I mean, remember the day insane. when we hit uh, twice as high as it was from the March low? From the, yeah, it's nuts. The, the fact you could get you could get a hundred percent gainer on a stock yeah. and it's fucking spy in less than twelve yeah. months. Maybe it was more. It was probably more than twelve months, but like sixteen months is is insane. Yeah, I know. I know that it was being floated around a, a lot on Twitter, but um, so many hedge funds didn't outperform the uh, the S and P five hundred, which is usually the benchmark for funds. AMC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they finished uh, down forty-one percent this year annualized, which is—I mean, that's nuts. I mean, imagine being like a billionaire with with you know, uh, you know, five hundred millionaire. Ooh. But I think that'll be really interesting. One thing, one thing that that we'll say and then we'll move on is that I think that if you're a trader right now, especially like if you're all in on this, like you're like you're in it, like Dan and I, I think that like take a second to stop and smell the roses a little bit because. As we just talked about, it's certainly not sustainable. But this is truly nuts. Like, I we've we've seen so many different history points inside the past sixteen months. Like, it's incredible. It, every it feels like every week we're we're creating history. And I don't mean just like spy creating a new high. I mean all around liquidity. I mean the amount of hedge funds being being blown up in AMC. AMC and GME, you know, like there's like there's so there's there's so much to it. So and I think that one day we're going to look back on this time period in the market and really be like, holy shit, that like was look the, at all the opportunity, look at all the opportunity. And that was the wild, wild west like that. Like, like I truly feel like we're in like the wild, wild west right now. But instead, it's, you know, trillions of dollars in the stock market, you know, instead of uh, instead <laughs> instead of. It, which is just nuts. Like I, I can't, I can't stress enough. Stop and smell the roses. You know, I, I, um, I'm trying to like journal a little bit, if that makes sense. Like just like uh, on the calendar for the re- on the retail calendar that we that we all got. I'm gonna start like just writing down little thoughts and stuff because I think that I'll want, like I said, one day I'll we'll look back at this moment and be like, this is nuts. Like this is crazy. Or maybe this does sustain. And oh, does like, oh my god, dude! Could you imagine? Dude, you'd be I, but calling somebody, up to fucking Wendy's and I'd be working. Everyone's trading. Why would anyone have a job? But yeah, yeah. I just think that it's. I love it. I, I love it. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty-five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, well, now we want to kind of get into the main focus of this one, which is making sure you get off to a good start and continue to develop your skills as a trader. Obviously, 2021 was a little different because it was like the chase market was so good. And not just that, the chase market was so good for the very obvious stock, which was uh, AMC and GameStop. And you could have chased for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and still been fine. Doesn't really develop you as a trader, but just having that amount of money and the, the amount of people that probably got to PDT and were able to learn via that is amazing in itself, you know? And let's say we don't get anything crazy and it's a normal year, not a, not yeah, a like the year. last three months. Yeah. And yeah, you, you start off your, your, you don't want to start off bad and you're not getting a crazy buffer. And obviously, you still got to pay taxes. And you know, I know a lot of you guys listening are, are not the, I don't know how to put it. You guys are a little risky. Uh, you guys are probably like, hey, you know what? Screw it. I need this money to keep trading. But if you lose that, you're screwed. <laughs> Trust me, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in the same boat, man. I want to I use all my, all my money in my account too. And, but I, at the same time, I know like if, if something crazy happens and my account takes a 20% dip and then I have to pay taxes, man, it's really going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to be like a 50% dip on the account. Yeah. And you're right because, because we've seen, I don't want, again, I don't want to call them layups because they're not layups. No trade is ever you know, truly a layup. But if it's like what we've seen the past three months, you know, you're going to actually have to, you know, kind of, kind of actually learn how to trade. And so all this segment came from, I got this question and it was basically, uh, I'm averaging about two to three K a day. And that's really easy for me to get. The thing is when I get to that point, I overtrade most likely always lose the profit trying to be a home run trader. Do you think I should sit around the two to three K average day for like two to three months to build consistency and then try to take sides of that? I I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing right. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. If that makes sense, I want to continue to develop. And that's a super common question that we get is that, you know, we make two to three K a day is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So I'm going to, I'm going to change it to, let's just say that, that you're making two to $300 a day. Okay. That's a pretty good amount. That's almost six figures a year. Um, you know, it's between 50, 50 to like 75 K a year, Mm. which is a lot of money, but let's just say that you want to get to that next level, but you also don't want to necessarily pay that market tuition and give up your year. Because a lot of times we talk about if you have no strategy, you know, or if you have a really good strategy and you're trying to take it to the next level, we kind of don't, we don't, we don't really talk necessarily too much about like, if we're inside like that two to $300 a day you know, maybe you have a strategy, but maybe it's not great, but somehow you muster, you know, 
two to three hundred dollars a day. So the way that I would handle this is that listen, keep doing your two to three hundred dollars a day. Okay, I can't tell you what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong through a text message, through a DM. Uh, it's it, if it worked like that, I would bottle it and sell it, and you know, make a billion dollars and have no risk. But that's not the reality. So the one thing that I would suggest is that keep doing your two to three hundred dollars a day, okay, and then you'll feel if you should size down after that. So if you or so if you did if you did two trades and they were three hundred dollars and it was like a clean two trades fine. Maybe you don't have to size down and you can go for 400. But if it's like, you know, maybe you took four trades and you felt like you kind of got lucky, like maybe you're, maybe you got lifted on the ask one cent before a kill candle. Like you, like you're kind of like taking a deep breath after making $200 size down immediately. Because it, it, cause if you're kind of feeling lucky and you're going to push that, it's probably going to end bad. Again, when, when most traders are hot, they're really, really hot. And when you're in your zone, I mean, I feel like I can make like, my, my ceiling is not capped when I'm in my zone. Um, but when I'm cold, I mean, I, I barely want to touch the mouse because I'm so, I'm so fucking scared. And not scared. I'm not a bitch. But I'm like worried about losing money. So... What that's going to do is that that's going to ensure that you never give back. So once you make that two to $300, you're never going to give back that money completely. Okay. So let's just say you make the $300 and then you size down. If your typical trade is about, a, let's just say $1,500 and you size down to 400, that's your absolute max loss. So if typically you're 1500, you would lose that whole 300. Now you're only going to lose a hundred. You're going to walk away $200. That's great. But also, as you start to develop as a trader, because experience is everything and screen time is everything, as you start to get more comfortable... Yeah, that your, your initial $300 risk, you can just make that $100 without having that strict, oh, it, I lost that $300, now yeah. it has to go. You feel it, you Ex see that 125 hit, and you're like, fuck, that's gonna hit 300 Exactly, exactly. And then you could take more trades, your risk is less, and you're still making money. You're able to cover more of the market as well, because you're not just stuck to your one little, hey, I trade Sava every day for 300 bucks. Exactly, exactly. The other part to this, the most important part to this is that your first two trades or your first three trades has to be quality only. Like if you're making two to $300 and you have a strategy, boom, stick to that strategy and only take the best setups because that's the only way to ensure that this strategy, that this works, you know, developing as a trader, like I said, is that it's great. You know, you make the $300, you size down your max risk is $60. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not like one of those video games where it's like, Hey, I just hit level 60 on uh, my <laughs> paladin. I immediately have to go play a mage now. No, like it's yeah. not a game. You, you just got to the max level on that character. Yeah. Now perfect it. Like you, you've done, you've gotten it to as good as it can be. Keep doing that. And don't like, yeah, it may be more fun when you're fucking playing options, but it's a lot more safe and yeah, profitable exactly. when you're doing what got you where you're at. And the, at the end of the day, if your market tuition, it like, so we talk a lot about market tuition. If you're able to make $300 a day and then you lose $50, but you're developing as a trader because you're still learning, that's worth way more than the $60. That's because you're still profitable. You still have a winning strategy. But 
you're still developing as a trader and you're getting that screen time. You know, if you could take four extra trades and learn that much more and only give back 15, 20% of your day, that's a win in my book any day of the week. But as we said, the most important part to this is that you stick to that strategy that, that makes you the two to $300 a day. And you have to make sure that those trades are good. Because if you start down on the day and you instantly start down $200, because, and obviously, you know, you're not going to have a hundred percent win rate, but if you start down $200, I mean, that's where you can quickly roll, you know, like that's one of those times where like, maybe don't develop that day. You know what I mean? Like maybe try and get back to even, or maybe just take your, take your little haircut and call it a day. But the worst thing that you can do is try and not, is not make that 200 try and take that like riskier setup or like that setup that you're trying to learn and then get smoked and then try to make it back on like low liquidity lunch hour. And then you get smoked even further. And now you just gave back a week. Even as like a swing trader, you you can wake up down a lot. And I know everyone mm-hmm. says add when sad, but you can already be at that point where you're like, I have enough of this stock. Even if I'm down and you have to accept the fact that you're, you can't add, you can't sell, you can't do anything because it's like, I don't need any more of the stock. I have far too much. If this continues a downtrend, I'm fucked. Um, yeah. But don't want to sell because the reverse, you know, I mean, the chart's setting up for reversal. Okay. But if it's down and you just have to accept that. And then that's one yeah. of the things where it's like, you got to wait through these low volume hours. You got to wait through the low volume days. I mean, there's just sometimes days where you have to not be a damn stock market crack addict and and chill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. And, and to your point, I mean, you know, the the way the way that the uh, that I always think of is that is that if you think that you're sad now, you can always be more sad. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Like the the dip can keep dipping. So always keep that in mind. Always wait for that reversal or that confirmation before you just start adding in there, you know, blowing your load, like, you know, 10, 15, 20% of your account, because that's, that's honestly probably what screws new traders like the most is that just getting way too big, way too quick because they have a smaller account and they focus way too much on the money over the process. No, I mean, there, and there's definitely so many rules for the newer traders that like kind of alternate as you get more and more. I remember like uh, just starting off in like buy, sell shorts room. And he was like, never have more than 10% of your account in the stock. And I was like, I got 80% of mine in this one. And yeah, <laughs> thank God. I mean, it was working then, but <laughs> like now that I've grown as I was like, I can't imagine having 10, 20% of my account and something like that's wild to me now. I mean, just cause yeah. I'm not going doing hella DD, like, and trusting things like that. But I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just, you know, th- things will change as, a tr- as you grow as a trader, as you grow your account, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and the one thing that, that we wanted to move into and talk about. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This year and going into this episode is bringing back like that hard mentality. Uh, we, we, a lot of people had a really great year last year. And the last three months was tough for a lot, especially a lot of new trades. Yeah, it turned as like every everyone just started playing extremely yes. conservative. Like he, yeah, but we're up, we're up seventeen at half, but the other team can still come back. Yeah. And it's you know, especially if you're if you're just doing your run plays, trying to run out the clock, but you know the you're getting these forty yard field goals, you miss some. The other team may fucking finally get back. You you got your gains early in the year, but th- they can always, always, always go away. And I mean, you can either stop <laughs> or you can try and fucking keep playing aggressive. Exactly, exactly. And that's the biggest thing is that, listen, it's okay to protect gains, but at some point, you, when you plateau, you gotta, you gotta just fucking go for it. You know, like, like we're, we're in a situation, you're in a situation as a trader where it's completely on you. Yes, there's outside market effects, obviously, and there's outside variables, but at some point, you gotta look at yourself and say, okay, I'm not getting any layups. What the fuck am I gonna, you know, like I gotta I gotta sack up and I just gotta fucking go for you it. You gotta shoot a three eventually, man. If they're if they're yeah. leaving you open for the three-point shot, you gotta shoot the three-point shot. Exactly. And I know from my own experience, every single fucking time that I've that I've been backed into the corner, I've been, you know, balls to the walls. That's always when I've been able to like pull it out. You know, like that's able, like I'm able to slam it on the table, you know, show what I got and say, I withdrew half my account yeah. and had given up. That's whenever I got fired, put the money back in. I was like, well, let's really hope this works because I can't get a job. Exactly. And, and that's when you perform your best. Exactly. And the thing that you got to ask yourself is that what's the worst fucking case scenario? Okay. Me, for instance, what's the worst fucking case scenario? I go back and to, I mean, I go, I have to try in school, get my MBA and go work a finance job that I don't want to work. I got to go work two, three jobs at FedEx or something. Fine. Fuck it. You know, like I don't have terminal cancer. You know, if that's the worst fucking thing, you know, like what I go bankrupt. Okay, fine. I go bankrupt the next seven years. My credit sucks. And I, and I get through it. I go buy another house, you know, like, but if it fucking works, I'm going to be living the fucking life that I want to live, I'm going to be able to do what the fuck I want when I this, want. This does, you know? this does change person to person. If you have, you know, a wife totally and, and family and, you know, or husband and family, whatever kids, you know, maybe don't say bankruptcy, fuck, whatever. No, fuck it. No, fuck it. You sit little Johnny down and you tell Johnny, listen, all right. Worst case scenario, like the start of, it's the gravy start of the bread. movie Blow. Yeah, yeah. The start of the movie Blow, where he's like, Dad, I don't want to be poor. He's like, Ah, oh, we're not poor, son. Listen, Johnny, all right? Worst case scenario, you ain't got no college fund. You're working at night after school and you're eating fucking gravy bread. All right? That's the worst fucking case scenario. All right? Now, now listen, now, yeah, if you have a mortgage of kids, you know, maybe, maybe don't necessarily, you know, make sure that you have that buffer and always make sure you have that buffer. But if you're like, if you're a fucking school, and yeah, you 
you were like me and you're not a great fucking student. Like I, I just messed up the word economist. Okay. Like the word economist, I messed up saying I'm a podcaster. I'm a public fucking speaker. Okay. Go for it. What's the worst you have to lose? Like I hear, I like all the time I, you guys hear me talk about, oh yeah, like I lost my net worth. My fucking net worth was seven grand. Okay. Who the fuck cares? You can make that back at any job in a month or two, two months, three months. Okay. Fuck. I'll join the military. Okay. Fucking go for it. Okay. Because all this like complacency, we were complacent the last three months. No more fucking complacency. Go for it. If you fail, have a stop loss in your account to where you size down to a 10th. But don't fucking do that bullshit to where you you get scared of the market and then become complacent with with being scared. Because when you become become complacent with being scared in the market, that's where you become a fucking pansy, and that's where your entire dreams and everything that you wanted goes out the fucking door. So go for it and say, what's the worst? Sit down and say, what's the worst case scenario? You got a wife? Say, hey, listen, babe, I'm gonna go for this. If this works, I'll make my salary while being at home. And not have to commute. I won't have a boss that I don't like. But if this doesn't work, fine. I lost 30 grand or whatever, or whatever it is that I built up. Ideally, you have you have that savings that we always talk about, that rainy day fund, and maybe you made a little bit of profit. You know, if you truly have that strategy, or even if you don't have that strategy, fucking put in the work, put in the effort to do it. What do you have to lose? Yes, you have money, but guess what? The reward much more outweighs the risk. And I'm not just talking about money. Like I said, you don't like, I, how many people don't enjoy their job? It's like a crazy statistic. Like 80% don't enjoy their job. Okay. They do it. Why? Because they need to. Okay. So if you can get out of that, if you had an opportunity to get out of that, who the fuck wouldn't take that? All of you have this opportunity. We all have that opportunity. Okay. Even now, like, do I want to lose the money that I have? fuck no but am i at the level to where i could just sit back put it in a mutual fund and chill fuck no i'm 23 i got a long ass life to live and i like the better finer things in life you know clam chowder gets expensive sushi gets expensive so that's what i'm saying is that listen if you've been complacent the last three months you kind of really haven't made much growth as a trader and on your account Fucking take this new year by the balls and go for it. Ask yourself, what's the biggest amount that I have to lose? And then have an honest conversation. Yeah, even if you, let's say you just ended the year and you were at, let's say you pay your tax, you know, once you pay your taxes, you're going to have $42,000 in your account. Let's say, okay, I'm willing to lose 10 of that or seven to get me down to 35K. I think I said 42. Uh, so 7K. And you can go hard with that 7K because let's say you lose it. You lose it all. Worsing up, you have 10,000 more than PDT. You can go back to, but I mean, you can't. I know it's 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 funny that we we started the episodes on some like conservative shit. And now we're like, but but you can you do need these times to grow as a trader. I mean, like if the market does stay hot and you got to like know to take advantage of it, especially after it's been down and you do get like those January poppers, et cetera, et cetera. It's 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 definitely something special. So we got to take advantage of it. And speaking of taking advantage, there was a uh, a little PlayStation. A little PlayStation action. 
the the after Christmas after holiday blues giveaway. That's so what I dubbed it. We um, <laughs> so we do it. We put them all in a virtual hat. Pick it out. And, you know, if we have some like quote, tweet or reply that we really like, we'll add a couple more for them, uh, you know, just so people aren't just retweeting it, getting a free PlayStation, not even listening. Before we get into this, let's. Our winner. Froge TV at Off Coolidge says favorite moment Woo! was really an episode was the one about blowing up your account episode 120 because I blew up my account a day before that episode and perfect timing really helped me stay positive and motivated. Y'all stop me from giving up. Thanks. It's always nice when we can fuck. Yeah. You know, get someone off the edge. So make sure you send us a DM. I'll send you one too. And, uh, you know, if he doesn't respond, um, retweet this episode and you'll be in the backup giveaway plan. And yeah. So, so this week we're going to do, we're going to the giveaway this week will be for the retail. But if he does accept it, yeah. If he, if he accepts it, you get the, uh, the calendar. How many are we going to give away this week? And we'll probably give away. If, no, like three All to right. five. We'll give so away some calendars. Retweet um, this week's podcast tweet on a PGIR pod. Uh, it, we're going to give away three to five calendars. And then if he doesn't reach out to us, when you retweet it, you're also in the running for the, for the PS five again. Okay, so it'll be an entirely new contest just from that tweet alone. Uh, it was it, for me personally. I know that it was super cool to read some of the uh, some of the other ones. It, it, it's just awesome to see. You know, I feel like uh, I feel like some days, you know, we get a little down uh, sometimes, and sometimes we don't necessarily want to do the podcast. And uh, and being able to see those was was really really cool for me and inspiring. Yeah, no, it, it's always. Uh... Having having a bunch of reviews saying how how much you know you guys love us on occasions whenever you guys are uh, on a day you don't really want to go to work is always humbling and very inspiring. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you guys, love you guys. Um, we're going to have an awesome 2022. Thank you to everyone who listened to us in 2021. It was an exceptional year. We got the FinTwit Awards coming up next week. We're going to make sure everyone laughs and has great nostalgia from that year um and uh yeah man about to go uh celebrate the new year a little bit promise i would give these two loser girls uh shout out to chelsea hattie i'm coming back out and yeah isn't that nice i know dude we I, have girls that listen well i didn't even know that. they um because everyone was like because i was just you know out because we had a little miscommunication on when we were going to record the podcast and uh, <laughs> i was like all right that's screw it, dude. If, if if you're not gonna respond i'll just go out and so I went, <laughs> and then like right as i hopped in newbury texted me he was like hey let's record and i was like uh-oh <laughs> so <laughs> i had that uh, on the mind all day but got it done um so just a just a shout out to dedication and hard work Oh yeah, baby. Much love to everyone. Let's have a kick-ass 2022 and expand those accounts. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye. Pennies Going in Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.